Hi, everyone. Welcome to the All About Animals radio show. We are a volunteer-run community radio station dedicated to all animals and those who advocate for them. My name is Nikita Dewan, and today we have Veronica for the All About Elephants show. Veronica is a lawyer with a focus on environmental law and animal rights law and also a very passionate animal activist. She's quite recently initiated a campaign advocating for the release of Mara and Baby, two elephants confined in a zoo in Slovakia. I'm really excited to have you here today, Veronica. How are you? Hi, Nikita. Thank you very much for having me on the show today. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming in today. Can you just start by telling us about your background and how you came about campaigning for Mara and Baby? Yes. Uh, so, uh, so I am a UK lawyer focusing on environmental law, and I'm very passionate about animal rights. Um, me and my family have been vegan for 15 years, advocating not only for vegan diet, but also for plant-based and cruelty-free lifestyle and um, um, then, therefore it's very important to me to address this cruelty issue and to uh, advocate for animals and show that any animal abuse is wrong whether it's for food fashion or entertainment right because there is always cruelty cruelty involved so I noticed these two elephants uh, on the street of uh, Bratislava which is capital of Slovakia when I visited my friends last year uh, and um, basically a lunch with friends and family turned into a rescue mission I am pursuing now uh, mm -hmm. with my campaign. Yeah, and can you tell us a bit more about these elephants' background and history, like where were they born um, and how long have they been in the zoo, etc.? Yes, uh, definitely. So Mara and Baby are owned by a circus. Uh, they are circus elephants and they have been perform performing their entire life um, in circuses around uh, uh, Europe. So in 2019, circuses with animal acts were banned in Slovakia, but the owners are still allowed to keep the animals and travel with them and exhibit them. So um, uh, that's that's how um, Mara and Baby are still in this uh, former circus, which is now called uh, Zoo Park, and is like roadside zoo traveling from town to town and exhibiting um, these two elephants and also other animals. So uh, Mara and Baby are Asian female elephants. Both of them, they are girls. Mara is over 50 years old. She was born in the wild, um, detained and brought to Europe as a baby, as a young elephant. And she has been abused as a circus elephant for her entire life. Similar baby, um, she is over 40 years old. Uh, she was born already um, in captivity and spent her entire life in circus performing tricks. Wow, yeah, I feel like um, it's interesting that the circus became a zoo. I've never really seen that before. And I feel like a lot of the um, the problems with the circus are still remaining, like the traveling and the exhibition. So I feel like, you know, on the exterior, they now call themselves a zoo for, you know, educational or conservational value. But 
um, it's clear that their conditions are still not improved. So would you like to give more of a brief overview on what training of an elephant um, was like in a circus and how that's been in a zoo as well? So yes, Nikita, you are completely right. Um, this um, business is uh, not a zoo in any way. Um, it's a former circus and there is still a lot of traveling involved, which is very stressful for all the animals. Um, to give a brief overview, what does it mean for an elephant to perform in a circus? So these elephants need to be engaged in an enormously cruel training from a very young age. They are mentally and physically broken during the training and investigations of uh, international animal rights uh, organizations prove that the training begins already um, between 18 and 24 months. Um, at this stage, um, the very young elephants are forcibly taken from their mothers. Their four legs are tied in chains to a bar all day long for several months. So all they can do during the day is to stay in one place um, on concrete floor. This is very stressful for a young animal who is normally very active in the wild. Every day they would be engaged in various activities, roaming free through the wild, exploring the world, bathing, eating and playing, and also interacting with other elephants in the herd. So after several months in chains, they um, they become mentally broken. So they stop running away from the trainers when they are not chained. And uh, this is the moment where the cruel training just begins. Mm -hmm. um, they are bound again by ropes and forced to learn how to perform tricks. They are beaten by hooks and starved along the training. And after a year or more uh, of everyday torture, they are ready to perform tricks. And these tricks are unnatural for elephants. They are extremely stressful and very bad for their health and welfare. So um, this is this was the training of Mara and baby. This was happening in Europe and um, it's still happening in some states. And um, this cruel approach towards animals uh, must stop. Yeah, definitely. And I think what you just described reminds me of a process called the crush often for elephants where they where their wild spirit is like tamed through that beating and through being chained. And I feel like um, tame, that taming is similar to what you said about them being mentally broken. And um, so can you also elaborate on what is their current condition like uh, in terms of their enclosure size, the flooring, the availability of a water body? Like, would that be an improvement from the circus or is it generally um, still the same? Yes, uh, I visited the place on several occasions and uh, the conditions are very poor. Um, it's it's not a zoo. It's it's a circus. Uh, the conditions are are the same as in a circus. Um, these elephants are locked most of the time in a truck. They are in a truck overnight and most of the daytime. They only they are only released from the truck um, during the opening hours. 
um, where they are exhibited like outside uh, so yeah so this is really sad so most of the time these elephants spend in a truck either traveling or just being locked um you know standing there two elephants in one truck um it, it's very sad um in the wild elephants would walk most, most of the day they would bath and play um, search for food and interact with ad- other elephants and animals. So you can imagine uh, how stressful and um, traumatized this life can be for these two girls who who have been tortured since they were little babies. Um, no, they also, yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. Yes, and also they don't have proper food. In the wild, elephant eat a variety of plants, flowers, leaves, seeds, roots. Um, here in this roadside zoo, they are only fed on straw. They don't have access uh, to the water all the time. I um, I visited this place uh, many times and um, I also stay there for the whole opening hours, the whole afternoon and they, after they closed, um, and observed the elephants from behind behind the fence. So they don't have constant access to water. They are fed only with straw, which is very sad. Um, so the conditions are really, really bad. Yeah, I mean, a truck sounds just terrible. I've never seen that before in a zoo. And um, like you mentioned, they're constantly moving around. So um, I'm sure that's also very stressful for them. And um, you said they're only left open in the visiting hours, so it seems very clear that perhaps the zoo doesn't have their like welfare in mind, but more of their interaction with the public and their exhibitions. So can you elaborate on how much interaction is permitted between these elephants and the public and what is that interaction like? Yes, so the public is encouraged to engage with the elephants through feeding. Uh, they feed them with fruits and vegetables. Um, visitors can buy at the entrance. Um, mm. The elephants love it, of course, because this is the only time they can eat something, something different than than a straw. Um, when I visited them, we also bought fruits and veggies. Um, and baby was very, very excited about it. She asked for more constantly and uh, didn't even let Mara to have any of them. You know, she even uh, bounced her um, with her head to let her know that this fruit is only hers. So mm-hmm. it's, it's it was very heartbreaking to see like how desperate these elephants must be. Um, the, um, the zoo is open, the roadside zoo is opened um, in the afternoon during the week and um since and from um 10 a.m um until late evening during the weekends um to attract more visitors so these are the days when the elephants are um relatively they, they are free they can um walk free in their small enclosure um yes um and interact with with visitors yeah 
And uh, throughout, you know, your visits to the zoo and just observing them in general, can you describe if they've exhibited any behavioral, physical, and mental abnormalities that you've noticed? Um, yes. So uh, most of the time, they just um, stand in one place, swinging from side to side, which uh, which is a sign of stereotyping behavior resulting from psychological stress resulted from trauma and the cruel training they had to overcome um they are um they they were um exhibiting um signs of aggression toward each other especially when we were feeding them so baby didn't want mara to even to come closer um and have um any fruits or veggies so um they are definitely in very stressful um mental state yeah i feel like in the wild usually elephants um like female elephants when they're in herds they usually have more like choice and freedom in making those bonds with other elephants but just like looking at the lack of physical space, it makes sense how they would um, show signs of aggression towards each other. And um, now can you just maybe tell us more about your campaign? Like when did you start? How did you start? How many people are involved? Mm -hmm. I started my campaign this year with the aim to rehome um, Mara and baby to a sanctuary where they can peacefully retire. At the same time, I want to achieve a change uh, in current law and ensure that no other wild animals will be abused in a similar way. Um, I started my campaign internationally and um, at the moment uh, I ran this campaign by myself with few friends. Mm -hmm. um, and the priority uh, for now is the, um, to find find um find a final home for these elephants in a sanctuary and relocate them there um and for the future just to um stop um similar abuse slovakia is a um, very good example for other european countries because they banned uh, the use of wild animals uh, such as elephants big cats rhinos um, and other animals in circuses Mm -hmm. um they banned um, they banned it in 2019 they also banned uh cruel training of these animals for entertainment purposes um and i believe we can achieve more um with the campaign and also uh improve the living conditions of uh, all animals that are captive in a sim similar way and that had uh, animals who perform in circuses and are now uh, being held in such a cruel roadside zoos. Yeah, and can you men uh can you mention if are Mara and Baby the only two elephants in Slovakia or are there more? Captive well, elephants? um, to my knowledge, um, they are the only two elephants in a roadside zoo. Okay. Uh, we have another two elephants, which are in normal uh, zoo in uh, in the east of Slovakia. They are two African 
animal. Uh, they are two African uh, elephants, uh, also girls. Okay, okay. And um, you mentioned your just vision in general for the campaign that you would want them to be released. Have you yet identified a potential home for Mara and Baby if they were to be released? Yes, so there are many sanctuaries around the world. There are sanctuaries in the uh, United States, um, in Asia, uh, in Cambodia, for example. We have a sanctuary in France, uh, which, which is very nice uh, sanctuary, who um, would be able to potentially um, take care of these elephants if they are released. Uh, but all depends on the final um, health of the elephants when they are released on the um, it depends on the resources as well. So the final details will be will be confirmed during the campaign, but there definitely will be space for them. Okay, great. And uh, you also mentioned like in this process, like what has been the support like from local and international organizations? And um, at the public as well, I mean, you've achieved uh, more than 65,000 signatures on the petition so far, which is very impressive. So what has the support been like? So the public uh, has been showing an incredible support for the campaign. And I would like to thank all the supporters who have been supporting this rescue so far, uh, whether um, they are support supporters, um, signing the petition or um, supporting us on GoFundMe. So um, really within a few weeks, we were able to get over 65,000 signatures. Um, and um, um, currently we are fundraising as well, which was um, also also a big initiative uh, of the supporters. Many people wanted, wanted to um, support us financially as well. So uh, I am in touch with local and international organizations at the same time uh, who support the rescue within their capacity. But at the moment, at this stage, none of the animals rights organizations uh, participate in the campaign. And um, you've mentioned, um, you know, finding a sanctuary. I can imagine that is, it's usually one of the challenges for these types of campaigns. Uh, can you talk about if there were some other challenges um, that you faced? Yes. So, uh, so far the campaign is evolving very well. We are, we are at the beginning uh, of the campaign. Uh, resources, of course, are the biggest challenge. Um, and... Um, um of course the um finding finding the final place with them but um i communicate with experts from around the world and plan to engage more people as the campaign evolves and uh, as there are more resources available yeah, and I'm sure, you know, as our listeners hear this story, there'll definitely be more involvement, engagement, and um, more animal, local animal organizations will start to step in. So uh, we can hope for that. And um, 
I also wanted to ask what your interaction has been with the authorities so far. Have you gotten in touch with them of the zoo and what has their response been? Yes, so uh, last year, together with uh, animal rights organization uh, in Slovakia, we uh, submitted a complaint to local authorities um, about, especially about um, these elephants giving rights to the public, um, to the children and to adults. So um, after the complaint, um, the elephants are not giving um, elephant rights anymore to the public, which is a great success. So they are mostly only exhibited uh, for the visitors. And uh, yes, we are planning um, more actions um, with um, local authorities and, um, and government. But uh, everything will be um announce due to course uh, on our website and we will update our supporters about our current actions yeah i mean it's such a great achievement that you've been able to stop the elephant rides that's definitely one of the most significant problems and i feel like just many people listening to us would be inspired by your story. I think there's so many, you know, activists and people around the world who like you, they want to help animals without necessarily being a part of an animal organization or NGO. So based on your experience, what would be your message for others who also want to help? So if you can uh, sign our petition, share our petition, our fundraising page and support us this way, stay updated and um of course if you see any um any case of animal abuse i would recommend um to document to document the situation make pictures videos and send it to local and uh, international organizations send it to um send it to local authorities to make them aware that this kind of abuse is happening yeah, definitely. And you mentioned um, signing the petition as one of the ways to help out your campaign. How are the other ways? What are the other ways we can help? And you can also let us know any like website or social media handles um, that the listeners can um, um, join to engage with the campaign. Yes, um, you can visit our website, which is uh, freemarababy.com. Uh, you can find us on social media as well under the hashtag um, free Mara baby. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram and also on YouTube where I will be posting regularly on new pictures, videos and updates about this elephant. You can also um, find us on Go Found Me website um, where we are running the campaign to raise funds for Mara and baby. And uh, yeah, maybe it would be great if you include um, these links and uh, people can click on them. Yeah, uh, definitely we'll link the handles and the website links in the description. And I mean, just thank you so much for coming in today, Veronica. It was great to hear your story. I think it's always nice to connect with activists who are making change in their own 
local communities. And I think all of us, like all the people I've listened to in the past, we've had, um, you know, similar challenges. So hopefully we can all support each other. And the initiative and progress that you've made so far is just, it's just amazing. So yeah, just thank you so much for coming in. Thank you very much for the invitation. Uh, thank you very much, Nikita, as well, that you are advocating for the animals. You are inspiring many people as well.